Section 28 of Word Portraits of Famous Writers. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Phil Schempf. Word Portraits of Famous Writers. Edited by Mabel E. Watton. George Crabb, 1754 to 1832. From Life of Crabb by his son. In the eye of memory, I can still see him as he was at that period of his life. His fatherly countenance, unmixed with any of the less lovable expressions that in too many faces obscure that character, but preeminently fatherly, conveying the ideas of kindness, intellect, and purity. His manner grave, manly, and cheerful, in unison with his high and open forehead. His very attitudes, whether as he sat absorbed in the arrangement of his minerals, shells, and insects, or as he labored in his garden, until his naturally pale complexion acquired a tinge of fresh, healthy red, or as, coming lightly toward us with some unexpected present, his smile of indescribable benevolence spoke exultation in the foretaste of our raptures. 1789 from life of crab by his son mr lockhart recently favored me with the following letter his noble forehead his bright beaming eye without anything of old age about it though he was then i presume above seventy his sweet and i would say innocent smile and the calm mellow tones of his voice are all reproduced the moment i open any page of his poetry eighteen twenty two from s c hall's memories of great men in the appearance of crab there was little of the poet but even less of the stern critic of mankind who looked at nature askance and ever contemplated beauty animate or inanimate the simple loves and simple joys through a glass darkly on the contrary he seemed to my eyes the representative of the class of rarely troubled and seldom thinking english farmers a clear gray eye a ruddy complexion as if he loved exercise and wooed mountain breezes were the leading characteristics of his countenance it is a picture of age frosty but kindly that of a tall and stalwart man gradually grown old to whom age was rather an ornament than a blemish he was one of those instances of men plain perhaps in youth and homely of countenance in manhood who become absolutely handsome when white hairs have become a crown of glory and indulgence in excesses or perilous passions has left no lines that speak of remorse or even of airs unatoned eighteen twenty five to twenty six end of section twenty eight